Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Today, I want to spend our time together just sharing a personal story with you where God met me. And perhaps in some way, it'll help you. You can benefit from it. Now, brace yourself, because within this story, I'm going to air some of my dirty laundry. Because listen, don't we all have progress to make? I mean, this is going to be very humbling for me, but I want you to know where God met me at my point of need when I didn't even know I had this specific need. But God is so good to do that. And also, within this, we can see where we really need one another and how God uses situations in our life to make us better, to refine us if we are willing. Several weeks ago, I had a really uncomfortable encounter, and it involved a very specific prayer request that I have been bringing to God for years. And there's something that happened within our family. And to be honest with you, the situation going on was none of my business. But I happened to make it my business, and I jumped in. And I'll tell you, I jumped in very innocently. I mean, my motives were good. What I was trying to do was save a disaster, save a train wreck, save a semi-wreck. I was trying to help someone do what was right. I mean, isn't that what we do so many times? We just want to fix things. We see where we can help and we jump in there to help. We give our opinion. We jump in to redeem something. But I will tell you, this one time, this one situation, it ended up not good. My intentions were good, but it got twisted Somehow it got all twisted up and it became a disaster for me. My heart was to keep a disaster from happening to them. And I got so tangled up with this matter, I became the problem. And before I knew it, within minutes, it was a mess. And I lost my joy. I lost my peace. I became disturbed. I wanted to throw my hands up on the situation. And I couldn't understand what really happened. Again, remember, it wasn't even any of my business. Well, the next morning, while in my prayer closet, just spending time with God, I said, God, what was that all about? What happened? What do I need to do? Is there something that I need to do to correct this, to get this right? What do I need to do? And I will tell you, to my surprise, God laid it out for me. He showed something to me about my heart that was not right. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, he convicted me of a blind spot in my life that I never saw. He met me at my point of need that I didn't even know I needed. How many times can we pray and pray and pray about situations? And we pray right. We pray the word. We believe. We trust God. But 
God doesn't seem to move on the matter. I'll tell you, involved in some of this situation that happened were individuals that I have been praying for. I know one specific prayer request for over 40 years. And listen, in my heart, God has answered that request. It just hasn't manifested itself yet because I truly believe God. I believe God and I stand on it and I keep praying the word. I have another prayer request. I've been praying for 20 years and I know that God is a covenant keeping God. He's going to answer that prayer. He's going to move in that situation and I believe him for it. There's not one doubt in my mind. I have another request. I've been praying for my city for over 20 years, and I know God's going to do that. What am I saying? We're faithful to pray. We've been praying for years. We believe God, and we're praying all the right scriptures. But in the waiting, God allowed this encounter a couple of weeks ago to show me what I was really doing. The Holy Spirit convicted me that this prayer request, I was responding to the individuals by trying to control the situation. I was trying to bring the answer to this prayer by manipulating situations. I was really trying to be one savior in the moment. And when the Holy Spirit so convicted me of this, I saw that this was not a situation where God was trying to use me to bring about the answer to my heart's desire. But in my own flesh, I just jumped in the matter, which I thought I was helping someone do what was right. And I saw exactly what God showed me that morning in my prayer closet. I realized that I had never surrendered this to God. I was trying to be the fixer, I wanted to try to prevent failure. I just wanted to help. How many times do we say that? I just was trying to help. And it was like I had this illustration that came to my mind. It was like we see someone in the middle of the road. And down the road around a blind corner, we see a semi coming that cannot see this person in the road. But we can see it, and we're about to see a catastrophe happen. And what do we do? We just want to help. We want to prevent that catastrophe. And we jump in front of the semi to keep it from hitting the person in the road. What was God showing me? That person was what I'd been praying for. That semi was what was coming at the person, I was jumping in front of the semi to try to stop what God wanted to do in their life, to bring about his promise, to bring about this prayer request, to help resolve the issue that I had been over and over and over again bringing before the Lord. And I will tell you, when I saw that semi coming around the corner, when I saw that person lying in the road and I jumped in front of it, I saw exactly what I had done the night before in this family encounter. 
that I jumped in innocently to try to stop what God wanted to do. And that was not my job. That was not my place. God didn't need me to do that because he didn't call me to do that. And God showed me that in those innocent moments, those innocent opportunities that I take, that's really controlling. That's really manipulating. That's really getting in God's way of what he wants to do. And I learned so much from that. I saw myself in a way that I had never seen myself. Because many times I tell God, God, I surrender all to you. I truly surrender my life. But you know what God showed me? That I had not surrendered that total prayer to God. I had not surrendered that situation to God because I kept circumventing. When God would do things to work in the matter, I jumped in and got in the way. See, God doesn't need me. And here's the thing that I learned too, that God is enough. He really is enough. He doesn't need me to fix it, maneuver the situation that I know by promise, I know by faith, I know that God is going to do. But if he does need me, he'll speak to me. I know his voice. Can't you hear God's voice? You know when he's prompting you to speak something. And when he's prompting you, like, I know he will prompt me, he will tell me what to say. If not, he will want me to muzzle my mouth. And if God does want me to step in and do something, the Holy Spirit will guide me what to do. And I've learned too in my walk, in surrendering, that God, he'll not only tell me what to do, he'll tell me when to do it and exactly the specific steps to take. Because, you know, God is a specific God. He really is. You know, the other thing that I learned from this, that there's more of me to put on the altar. See, I thought I'd laid myself on the altar. I thought I had laid down these situations that I was praying for. And the best that I understood, I had. But because God knows my heart, He wanted to show me that I really had not laid down everything. That my flesh, my good intentions were a problem. And I needed to lay them on the altar. That's part of surrender. That's part of dying to yourself, taking up your cross, and following God in every way. And I saw in this too how we can, without even seeing it from God's perspective, how we try to help God by controlling that is so minor, it can become huge and get blown out of proportion. And that's exactly what happened in this situation because it was such a minor incident, but yet it was a huge revelation that God showed me. Joe, lay down control. You've laid your life down, yes, but stay lying before God. Surrender the outcome. Let me do it. And so many times after that, I've thought, okay, God, do you need me? 
If you do, how do you need me today? God, do you want me to say something? If you do, what do I say? And it taught me that I need to be so aware of God. So aware of God moving around me. So aware of the voice of God that when He needs me, I won't miss it. And I need to be so aware of God, it's like I can see His hand up saying, Stay back, Joe. Stay out of the way. I've got this. I know what I want to do in their life or in that situation. I know how to handle this. Just stay back. And that is so comforting to me. I cannot tell you what a sense of peace that brings to me. And I'll tell you this. It takes a load off of my shoulders. When I had this encounter with God in my prayer closet that morning, I cannot tell you how it freed me up that I didn't even know I needed freeing, but God did. He knew there were struggles inwardly. See, God desires truth in the inward part and in the hidden part. Psalms 51 says, He will make me to know wisdom. When I can truly surrender these prayer requests to God, I can truly surrender situations to God. He'll make me to know in my inward part, inside my spirit. He will let me know what to do and how to do it and then take action on it. God is that smart. He was showing me how foolish I was. I'm saying the word foolish there from a biblical perspective. And I know you understand what I'm saying there. But I don't want to be foolish. I want to be wise in this matter. Because while walking out these prayers that I keep bringing before God, I want to get better myself. And God is helping to make me better through that. And even things that can be disappointing, heartbreaking, but yet can turn out to be humbling and rewarding. And I tell you, it opened my eyes. It lightened my load. And you know, the other thing that I learned in this was that from this, the action that I took in this matter, I really wasn't fully trusting God. And I was blinded to that fact. Because I say all the time, I look up and I say, God, I trust you. I really do trust you. And I think God allowed that to happen because he wanted me to know, Joe, I hear what you say, that you trust me. But I need to remove some blinders that by the actions that you are taking in situations, it's really a lack of trust. You really are not trusting that I've got this. You're really not trusting that I know exactly what to do and how to do it and when to do it. And Joe, you're not trusting that I will do it with perfection. I also learned in this that through my nurturing instinct that I often control situations to get people to line up with righteousness. 
that's when we say, I'm just trying to help. And that I'm not really trying to get them to line up with me, with what I have come up with, but I really want them to line up with God. So I knew from this that my job, and I even wrote this in my journal afterwards, that it so profoundly confirmed to me that my job is just for me to live righteous. Joe, you live righteous. And my job is to love God and to love others and pray that the Holy Spirit will move through individual lives to convict and transform them, to heal them, to restore them, to move them to that love relationship with God. This is why I say all the time, God, would you bless that person? Because I'm saying, God, would you go out there and would you interfere in their life? Not me. See, that that night, that encounter, I interfered because it wasn't my business. So I pray, God, would you interfere in their life to bring them into this desire relationship with you, this desired encounter with you, would you, God, you go take action in their life? And what I realize I must do is rest in the finished work of God, that he's got this accomplished. He's got everything he needs to bring the healing, to bring the restoration, to refine the heart. He's got everything he needs. He simply wants me to obey him. And and I also wrote this in my journal too. Joe, just keep your eyes fixed on God and let God do the fixing. If he needs me again, he'll call on me. But you know what? He hasn't called on me since then. So that's telling me he's on the scene. He's fixing. And in that, I can trust God. And I leave you with this one verse that so ministered to me. And it's a verse that I had been praying for myself and confirming to God that it was in my heart. I was praying this verse to God for myself, Psalm 101.6. I was saying before this encounter, God, I have walked in the way of the blameless. I have walked with integrity in my heart. And God was showing me in this encounter that, Joe, here's where you walk blameless. Here is how you can continue to walk with integrity in your heart. And now I can truly pray that scripture back to Father God and know that He used this to make me better. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334 356 4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength. 
as you seek to become his vessel.